This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. You are listening to As a Woman, Episode 45, Find Your Tribe. In this episode, I'm talking all about friendship, what it means, what it is, why you need it, and how do you reach in and hold on to it. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the As a Woman podcast. I am so excited to have you here, as I really am every week excited to have you here. But this week especially, I'm talking about your tribe or your friends. And what does that really mean and why is that really important? Life is all about relationships. We make relationships all the time on a day-to-day basis, but it is how we use those relationships, what we give and what we get from them, that really dictate the quality of your life. And that's what I really want you to know. Life is all about relationships. We do other things. We try to connect with people. We have jobs. We go to school. But really, it's our relationships with people that mean the most and make a life worthwhile. But how do you develop those friendships? How do you let them go when they're not serving you? And what does it really mean? And I'm going to start off like I usually do, which is telling you about me. So I'm really introverted, and I know some of you have a really hard time believing that. But if you meet me in real life, you will know it is so true like painfully true. And it's not that I don't like people. I think that is completely the wrong definition of being introverted. People think you just want to be by yourself all the time. And that is not the case. But I do need some time to me. I really love people though. And it just drains me. I enjoy it. I have a great time, but it zaps my energy. And I will contrast that to Jason, who is like, Man, he loves people and they give him energy and he would be around more and more and more and more people if possible. And that's excellent for me because we go to the neighborhood Christmas party and I can stand there and smile and talk to just the people I want to. And he is Mr. Social and Friendly. He is the kindergarten room dad. He does it all. So that's a great pairing for us. But to me, Being introverted is just part of who I am. I would much prefer to have an intimate dinner with a few people than a huge dinner party. I am very close to a smaller group of people, 
But I have found that I've had a really hard time leaning on people throughout the course of my life. And that is something that's hard for me. And I think there's a couple different reasons why. One is that we moved around a lot when I was younger. So we moved all the time. And one that's an introverted person, a shy girl's, I'm shy also, a shy girl's nightmare to move a bunch. But also I began to fear having a close relationship with somebody because then I just move and that friendship would no longer exist. So I think I subconsciously developed this idea that it would be better to be superficial friends with people instead of being really close friends with anybody because then if you left, you weren't as heartbroken from the friendship ending. Now, I'm not saying this is the right way to be at all. It's not, and I'm actually going to spend the next 15 minutes trying to talk you out of that mentality. Moving around when I was younger, maybe it was the start of this for me, or maybe I would have always felt this way. Moving also taught me how to be less shy and how to make friends and to compliment people and not be afraid to start a conversation or put myself out there. And those were really hard lessons to learn that I did learn over time. But I do think that subconsciously I had this desire of not wanting to let other people in. And then also this very deep-rooted perfectionist trait, I can do it all, I can handle it, I don't need your help. I wanted to prove my worth. And that has hindered me so many times, I just can't even state it. But here we are. So I've learned over time that it is okay to lean on people and actually It deepens your friendship. For you to rely on somebody else means that you're trusting them. You're letting go some control. You're letting somebody help you. You're breaking your barriers down. So what I previously perceived as a weakness of I need help is really a manner that's strengthening your friendship if you let it. Having a tribe. So what does it mean when I say you need to have a tribe? A tribe of people in modern society is a group that has your back. You can call them on your bad day, complain and vent, and they're not going to judge you. You can call them when you need something, and they're going to be there for you. Similarly, they're the people that you stop everything and bend over backwards for. Here's the deal, guys. Everybody cannot be in your tribe. I know sometimes social media makes it seem like they can. We know everybody. We're all friends. We're all friends. We're all going to take care of each other. And I've made some really good friendships from social media. So I am not dissing it. I do have people who I feel like I could call and say, I need you. Because when you take your social media friendship into the real world and you text and you call and you FaceTime, which I have those friends now, you have gone to a different level. So I do have friends that I met through the gram who now I would say, hey, I need you now. And they would make it happen even though they don't physically live here. That's immensely powerful. Relationships from social media, from an app, from Instagram, are changing the course of my current friendships and they're inspiring me and changing how I think about my life. And that's what your tribe should do. They should be there to support you and they should be the ones pushing you forward. When I decided to start this podcast... I remember first bringing it up to our Friday night crew. So I didn't grow up here in Austin, but my husband did. So Jace did. 
And we started dating at 21, which means we were still in college. And some of his friends, he went to UT from here. They went to UT also. And they are our long-term friends. And guys, from a girl who moved around a ton when she was younger, I can't believe that we hang out with people who Jason went to elementary, middle, and high school with on the regular, and they're our closest friends. And we see them all the time. So going back to my episode where we talked about simplifying your life by having traditions, one of ours is Thai food and Friday nights. So we live in the same neighborhood with some of his best friends growing up, and I adore them. And every Friday night, we rotate everybody's house, and we drink wine, and we order Thai food, and the kids are insane. And that is our Friday night tradition. And it is perfect for my family. One, because it gives Jason a time to be super social and it gives me a time to have intimate conversations with some really dear friends of mine. But when I first told the girls I wanted to start a podcast, they laughed at me. You know they did because that's what good friends do. So they laughed at me. Nah, you don't have time. What are you going to talk about? Where are you going to record it? What are you trying to do? What is your goal? That's what your tribe should do, friends. They should challenge you. They shouldn't love everything that you do. They should not. They should ask you why you're doing it. Is this the right reason? Is there another reason? How can you do it better? They should make you be pushed into being a better version of you. That's what your tribe really does. So the fact that I didn't say, hey, I'm going to do a podcast, and they were all Great, Nat, that's the best idea we've ever heard, just a cheerleader section. But instead, they were like, are you sure? What are you going to do? How are you going to do this? Why are you doing this? That's what you need. You need people who are going to support you. They were going to support me no matter what. But you also need people who are going to challenge you. And that is what I'm challenging you to find, to find the friends who both support and challenge you who give you what you need. These are the same friends who, if I have an embryo transfer that falls on the morning of a birthday party, because you know it always happens that way, they're getting flowers, picking up balloons, getting the cupcakes, helping get my life in order. Those are the people you need, the people who make you better, the people who you can feel like yourself around. That's how you got to harness. There is this idea as women that we have to be nice to everybody or we have to accept every friendship or we have to spend time with people maybe we don't really want to spend time with because of some perceived idea of not wanting to be a meanie. Now, I don't want you to be a meanie. I don't want you to be a mean girl. But if somebody is draining your energy, maybe they're not worth spending extra time with. And that sounds really mean. They're not worth the time. That's not what I mean. But your time is really valuable. And you need people who are going to give you life. I'll tell you this. I do a lot of cool things. I travel all over. I mean, I have the coolest life right now. I get to speak. I get to have these cool opportunities. I'm in my dream job. Life is good. But those Friday nights are what give me life. They give me energy instead of draining it. They make me happy. I look forward to them all week. That's what you want. You want your own Friday night crew. The crew who 
shakes their head but supports you when you are Christmas in the 4th of July parade or under the sea for Halloween. You want those people. And here it is. It is okay to let some of the other friendships go, especially if they are more draining because you can't give yourself to everybody. Just like we talk about all the time, you can't say yes to everything because you'll have nothing left. You can't be a good friend to anybody if you're just kind of a friend to everybody. Does that make sense? You have to know where to focus your energy. And just like everything else in life, the more you put in, the more you get out. But you have a limited supply. You can't put in everywhere. You got to know what to put into and what's going to give back to you. Because friendship is a give and take. It is a constant balancing scale. It is never going to be even. And that's okay. You have to not feel guilty when you have an embryo transfer and you need your best friend to pick up balloons. That's cool. Like, really, that's great. That's why they're there. They are there because they love you and they support you. There's no, 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 I got it. Don't do it. Then you're late to your own party. You're stressed out because you're trying to pick up the balloons after the embryo transfer. Just don't do it. Lean into them. Let it strengthen the bond. Let that friend know that when they fall down the stairs and start having premature labor and their husband's in Europe, you'll go sit next to their bedside too. So you can be there for them just as much. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? Ritual is essential for women 18 and plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. I love Ritual and I love taking their Essential for Women 18 plus every single day. One reason I love it is that it's gentle on an empty stomach and it has a minty essence. So every bottle feels refreshing and is actually enjoyable. It's also clinically backed multivitamin with high quality and traceable key ingredients and they have industry leading sustainability standards. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 and Over is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Rocket Money. Did you know that nearly 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about? Embarrassingly, I am one of those as well. And Rocket Money can cancel a subscription for you that otherwise could have been a time-consuming process. Between streaming services, fitness apps, and delivery services, it can be never-ending So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. They monitor your spending and help you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash A-A-W. That's rocketmoney.com slash A-A-W. Rocketmoney.com slash A-A-W. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. My closet has a tendency to get chaotic and crammed with a bunch of clothes that I don't really want to wear. What's been a game changer for me 
has been upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe full of luxury and classic essentials and I stayed on budget. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they do this by partnering directly with top factories, cutting out the middleman and passing the savings on to us. In addition, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing and premium products and finishes. I personally am loving the linen pieces as it's Texas and summer is upon us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com A-A-W. And friends, here is the key. You have to be you. You have to be vulnerable and raw. You have to expose your dreams, the things that are good, the things that are bad, in order to achieve this level of friendship. And it took me a long time to realize that. You don't have to be friends. You don't need to be friends with the popular people, the neighbors, the PTA presidents. You need to be friends with your people. And you need to nurture those relationships And you need to learn how are you vulnerable to those people so that you can be you because there's no point in having friendships that are not authentic or that are competitive or that leave you with anxiety. Oh, I have to go do blah, blah, blah. Nope, that's the wrong mentality. Those are the ones that we need to get rid of. Not that they're not great people, but everybody deserves authentic friendships that lift them up. And if you're having a one-sided friendship or not a real one because it's dragging you down or you're dreading it, why? Why are you spending your time there? Why are you stealing that other person's time? Let them go find some friends who are going to be right for them and find their own tribe. Stop being so selfish and thinking that this person needs you to be their friend. They need you to go to lunch with them. They need you to do this. I'm not telling you it's easy to bow out of a friendship. But sometimes it's just best to be honest and say, hey, Susan, at this time, I think you're really great, but I have too many things on my plate to be able to go to lunch right now. And I appreciate how good spirited you are and how you always, everything that's needed for our activity together. But at this point, I just want you to know that I'm being transparent, that I'm a little overstretched right now. So don't be offended if I spend some time away. And then that gives Susan permission to explore other friendships as well during that time. Because you need all the good stuff. You need the people who are going to make you stronger. It is not, friendship is not about surrounding yourself with people who you like. I know you want to like your friends, but friendship is really about learning to surround yourself with people who you can be yourself around. People who make you like you more. And being vulnerable is an essential part if you want to have an authentic tribe. And what on earth is the point if you're not being authentic? So that's okay. You don't have to be strong. You need to learn to lean into your vulnerability, that it's not a weakness. And I want you to edit out all the people you don't feel comfortable doing that with. This doesn't mean you don't make new friends. I have had new friends come into my life in the past year and I'm nurturing those relationships. 
maybe I'm letting some other superficial ones go a little more because those weren't the right friendships. And that's part of life. You're going to change and evolve and people are going to come in and out of your life and they're going to be important in different seasons. And that's all okay too. It doesn't mean you have to tell your best friend for 16 years, hey, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. But it's okay to lean into some of the new friendships for people who are really getting you and supporting you in your current season also. But here's the thing that always gets me. Life is short. We have enough struggles. We have enough mean and cruel and ugly things in our world. And we need to learn to find joy in all the beautiful, amazing things like your friends. But you are, what is it everybody says? You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are those people? Literally pause the podcast and tell me who are the five people that are shaping who you are. And are they the right people? Are they your tribe? And if so, you're living life right, so good job. But if some of those people you're spending the most time with are not your people, you're being shaped and influenced by them. So how do you lean into the people who are yours? And I get it, we work. So maybe somebody on that list is somebody from work and they're not your best friend ever. But you need somebody at work who gets you too. So who are the people you spend the most time with in your life and how are they shaping you? Are they giving you energy or draining your energy? And then I want you to think about somebody who gives you energy, makes you happy, is a good friend. And when's the last time you were a good friend to them? You went outside your way, volunteered yourself, did something you didn't have to do because they needed it or it helped them or make them happy. Can you think of a time? And if you can't, why not? And then either way, I want you to find a time in the next week to do that for that person. That person who you identified in this podcast as giving you energy. I want you to give them something this week. I want you to think about how can I make this person better? Smile, happier, do a favor for them, run a task, help out, be a good friend. Maybe it's send them a note. Maybe it's pick up their kid. Maybe who knows what it is. But think of something. How can you be a good friend to that person this week? And then I want you to think about the last time you were going to do something or meet somebody and you felt dread or anxiety about doing it, about meeting them for lunch or to go to a movie or to work on a project or whatever it was. And I want you to try to think about why you felt that. Does that person drain your energy and why is it? Is it about you? Is it about them? Is that a friendship you need to lean more into or you need to start distancing yourself from? And are you staying in that relationship out of obligation or social expectations or because you don't want to be mean? Why? If it's draining you, why are you there? I want you to ruthlessly edit your life. I want you to have more time to spend with the people who give you the most. And I want you to start doing little tasks for those people and leaning into the friendship. I want you to have opportunities to improve those relationships or break the bond. Have fewer friends but make them better. 
And I want you to think of a new friend, a budding relationship, however you met them, a new work person, a social media person, somebody in your class, somebody who's a friend's mom, I don't know, whatever. How can you strengthen that bond or get to know them better? Can you carve out any time in the next week to spend some time with them? A phone date? A coffee? Maybe it's two weeks from now because you're really busy. But how can you develop a potentially new relationship that may be somebody who will positively impact your life? And I want to end this by asking you to think about yourself. Not like in a selfish way, but you as a friend. What makes you a good friend? What makes you a bad friend? And I want you to be really honest. So are you loyal? Do you remember everybody's birthdays? Do you go out of your way to help people? Do you remember funny things? How are you a good friend? What are your good friend traits? And then are you showing those traits to the people who give you the most energy, who matter the most to you, to your best friend? Are you giving your best friend the best of you? Are you giving your tribe your good traits? What are your bad traits? Do you complain a lot? I mean, some complaining is normal, but do you complain all the time? Are you always stressed out? Are you always needing help? Are you a Debbie Downer? I don't know. What are your bad friendship traits? What are the harder things about being your friend? I'll just go on out there on a limb. So my bad traits, I'm really stubborn and I always want to be right. And I will fight you tooth and nail to prove that I am right. And all my friends have a saying that nobody likes when Natalie's right. Except me, of course, because I like to be right. So I'm so stubborn and I will fight so headstrong for my way. It's probably not the most attractive friendship quality, but it's real. And probably one of my good friend traits is I really want to know you and spend time with you. I am not a believer in superficial friends. So if I'm going to put my introverted self out there, I just want to be your friend and get to know you and spend time with you and know how your life is going and see how we can do it together and spend as much time and do as many random traditions as possible. I make my friends cut down Christmas trees. We do a crazy Halloween. We go to the Trail of Lights. We do the July 4th Parade. I make them hang out with me every Friday, but the point is that I like to be around my friends. So I want you to think about what makes you a good friend and a bad friend and start to understand how that shapes the relationships in your life. How can you be a better friend? How can you show more of your good traits? Are you an organizer? Do you plan things? Should you plan things for your friends? Are you a rememberer? Do you remember things? Do you tell everybody their birthday and send them cards or do great things? How are you a good friend? And how are you not the best friend? How are you a bad friend? What are your bad friend traits or the things that are less attractive about you? And how can those be improved? If you're always negative about things, are there times you could be less negative If you're always super stubborn, are there times you could let other people win? How can you be a better friend by giving away some of those bad traits and leaning into your good traits even more? And that's a question I have for you that only you can answer. And the last thing I want 
to ask you when we're ending this podcast is, have you been a mean girl? Meaning, have you done any of the mean girl stuff that we were all raised growing up around that adds absolutely no value to our life and only diminishes us as women? Have you gossiped? Have you talked about somebody behind their back? Have you been purposefully mean to somebody? Have you excluded somebody from something on purpose where you knew it would hurt their feelings? Have you been a mean girl? Are you modeling good girl behavior for the next generation? Which is, we're not going to talk bad about each other. We are going to support each other even when we disagree. We are not going to gossip. We are not going to be the people dragging each other down. We are going to support our fellow females even if they're doing something that is not our jive because sometimes saying nothing really is the best thing and sometimes your voice carries so much power you don't even realize it. So remember that adage our moms used to tell us, if you don't have something nice to say, maybe just don't say anything at all. But in the end, don't be a mean girl. Thank you guys so much for all your support of the podcast. I'm going to end it here. I love you. I love this community. I can't believe this podcast is over 300,000 downloads and it has not even been a year. You are blowing my mind. Please keep sharing, rating, reviewing, sending me ideas for future episodes about what you want to hear and what you don't want to hear. I want to know it all. And that is how we are going to keep growing together. So from the very bottom of my heart, thank you. And I hope that you find your tribe. Also super excited to announce that I am about to start enrolling for the As a Woman Masterclass. I have been working on this baby for about a year. It is so much of my heart and soul in this podcast. The As a Woman Masterclass is 10 course episodes. They can be done monthly or weekly, whatever your drive is. It includes a Facebook group. It is videos question and answer sessions where I'm asking you all these hard questions for real and asking you to write down your answers and then associated podcasts. It is a deep dive into who you are, what are your goals, what do you want to get out of life, and are you doing it right? Please feel free to follow me along for more information. Natalie Crawford MD is the Instagram and the website and you will see more information about the masterclass out very soon.